Welcome to Business Impacting the Space Coast, the podcast keeping you in the know on small business in Brevard County. Business Impacting the Space Coast is sponsored by Ideal Impact Media, your partner in video marketing and brand storytelling. I'm here with Adam Martingano from GoToMarket Solutions, and I've been to a few programs where you talk about branding and marketing for small, medium, and even large-sized businesses. Can you tell me what are some of the key elements that businesses are missing to approaching their branding and marketing? Uh, When we take a look at branding specifically for small businesses, we look at a few different areas and what we like to focus on are the problems that that particular business's products or services are are solving for the clients. Branding is typically an afterthought for most businesses and it should be the very first thing that they think about when they decide to start that business. So brand identity and uh, brand messaging really is how you would dictate how you're going to sell your products. Um, It goes a step further as well. It also dictates how you should train your employees to converse with customers uh, and can also guide the way that your direction is going to be for the future endeavors that you go uh, in with your business. So when we talk about branding, typically people think about a logo, uh, maybe some colors, maybe a business card or a website. These are all the end results of proper brand strategy. What happens in most cases is people just jump in and they build a website. They think it looks great. They put some business cards together and they think they're in business. Um, So they're losing all of that independent research that they should have done to understand exactly how they're going to impact their customers in the most efficient manner. At some of your workshops, I've really heard and seen your process. It's very detailed. Tell me a little bit about your own process and kind of what your mission is for go-to-market solutions. Sure. Uh, I had the pleasure of working under a a very educated brand strategist named Larry Vincent. Um, And he had a a quote at a book that I read, and it became the mantra for my business. And I'm going to go ahead and read that uh, so I don't mess it up because uh, Larry's pretty specific on how he he phrases this. Uh, The quote goes, good brand strategies guide mission critical decisions in capital investment, human resources, research, product development, and operations management. Now, I come from an executive and an enterprise sales background, and I never really saw the benefit of the type of services that I provide until I read that quote, because it basically stated that the way the business should operate from start to finish should be based around your effective brand strategy. Um, The more educated I became on branding and the concepts in branding, uh, it allowed me to take a different focus than what a typical marketing agency would do. In most cases, a business comes in, uh, they talk for an hour, the marketing guys go back and they come back and say, this is how we think you should should sell your product or this is how you should run your business. Um, I take a step back and I do a very in-depth analysis and, and I ask a lot of questions Um, And the whole point of that is because I want to intimately understand the business owner, the employees, the goals, the products, the competition. And the more research and information I have, uh, the more effective the strategies and campaigns that I have can be. Typical brand exercises could take anywhere from two to five hours with a client, um, sometimes over multiple days. And what we try to do is we try to focus on specific areas of importance for the business. And instead of throwing everything at them that I think that they should do, We take a look at timelines, we take a look at budgets, and we take a look at the most efficient ways for you to see immediate success in your marketing activities. So my approach is always long-term. Most of my clients run anywhere from 12 to 18 months with me uh, because we do baby steps to get them involved in marketing, get them to understand the benefits, and then put all of these different deliverables into action so they can see immediate success. Wow, and it's every facet of the business. A lot of people view marketing as just sales or just outward But when you're talking about true marketing and branding, you're going into every operational portion of the business, every piece of it, really. That's true. Uh, My slogan is branding, marketing, and business development. So in my opinion, um, these three pillars, as I call them, are the foundation for any successful business. And oftentimes, you look at these in siloed areas where we have a little bit of branding, we have a little bit of marketing, and then the sales guys are trying to sell. 
Um, the whole idea is if the brand strategy is effective, the marketing should simply market what the brand strategy is. The sales should simply sell what the marketing did. So without following this consecutive order, there's no way that you can have congruency in your messaging. Uh, and what that leads to is what we call brand disconnect. People are unsure what you do. They don't know how or why you're doing what you're doing, why you're better than your competitor. Uh, so without taking the time to pre-plan all of that and include that in your messaging, you have no way to have an effective close from a sales perspective. So when you say you engage with every aspect of the business, it's, it's exactly true. What are some small things that business owners can do to start to move down that path or, or take a look at their own business? I think the first thing to do is take a step back and put themselves in the customer's shoes. Uh, one of my primary strategies is focusing on something called the customer journey. So if you can think of the first time you meet or engage with a potential client, this could be uh, a conversation at a restaurant. This could be from a marketing piece that you put into play. You're not really sure how much they know about your business. You're assuming that they know everything because you know everything. Uh, what really you should do is to take a step back and see, okay, if they heard something on the radio or I talked to them briefly, I probably need to nurture them a little bit more. So when you isolate what we call the customer journey and you lay out across, I do it on a big whiteboard, um, all the different engagement points that I could have with this consumer from the time I meet them to the time that I've done business with them. And then after I'm able to see where my holes and my gaps are and where I need to fill. Oftentimes it's simple email campaigns to keep them nurtured or uh, promote your events a little bit better or maybe cross sell some of your products together and you start seeing these gaps they sort of pop out at you when you take the time to really itemize every single interaction point between a customer and a business who's really doing it right something that we've heard of maybe even a local business but on the bigger side too who's really doing it right and kind of what do you see uh, from your perspective that we can start to use in, in maybe smaller business sure uh, i have a client Dwayne carpenter he runs carpenter kessel it's a, a large-scale real estate firm here in melbourne um, they understand this intimately and it was very engaging to work with them because they had all these pieces in place and were basically fine tuning some of those different aspects. And they understand that it is about perception. It is about appeal, but it's also about delivering a, a proper value statement. So in our local area, that's one of my favorite companies that I work with right now. Um, we could look at the big guys, um, you know, your apples, your Tesla's, these people that are really pushing more of a brand identity than a product. Um, in some of my workshops, we talk about competitive products like Taco Bell and Chipotle, Prius and Tesla. They're the same thing. However, the brand perception is what drives awareness and it's what makes people a loyalist. And that's what you want. People that are going to buy your product year after year and talk about it. So my focus is on small to medium sized businesses because I think anybody with a couple million dollars can do that. I want to teach business owners how to do that with a fraction of that budget and things that they can do themselves. So you get an engagement point with me in the beginning. Um, and then I'm able to back out and teach you how to run your business effectively without having to have a marketing firm on long term. As you're putting this into practice for your clients, um, what are some tools that you're seeing that are going to be helping businesses as they go forward? You mentioned a lot of things that are tried and true, mm -hmm. theories and strategy that are going to work, you know, whether it was 20 years ago or whether it's going to be 50 years from now. What are some tools that you're implementing right now? Uh, well, there are some software applications. We'll break this back into, into those three pillars. So from a branding perspective, um, there are some tools that can help with creating a very a beautiful logo and a, and a beautiful brand kit and things like that. Um, but I took the time to create a custom brand strategy guide that is basically a, a long questionnaire document that I've created over the years that really gives me all the information that I would need to fully understand the business and then repeat that message back to the business owner and get some buy-in. So your typical old school tools still work, your Excel, your, your you know, keynote or PowerPoint. Um, I'm a big fan of vision boards and whiteboards. So I'm a tactical person on the branding side of things because it's all about research and education at that point. When you shift into the marketing side, things get a lot of fun because there's a lot of tools that are out there. There's things like um, BuzzSumo, 
um, HRFs, there's tools like SpyFu where you can literally spy on your competition and understand everything that they're doing from a marketing standpoint, the websites they have, the social posts they make, who's engaging with them. And when you compile that in with programs like Facebook and LinkedIn, um, you're really able to understand exactly who your target market is and the most effective way to reach them. So from a marketing perspective, the tools are endless. There's tons that you can use. Um, you have to be careful, though, because they get very expensive. When you get into the sales side of things, people push, um, you know, the big CRM tools. I need Salesforce. I need, um, you know, the different tools that come from Microsoft and things like that. I particularly use a free one from Zoho. Um, 80% of the stuff in those CRM tools are useless. And companies get overwhelmed. It takes too long to set them up. And they lose the real impact. It was all about just... What did I talk about with the client? What's the pipeline going to be? And how do I close this deal? What are my action steps? So I don't get too hung up on the software. I take a look at the practicality of it and the benefits of it. And if you can outweigh the cost of the service to the benefits of what it's going to produce, then it's a good deal. Um, But you can do a lot of this stuff with free programs, Google Apps, the Microsoft applications and things like that. So um, I'm big on software on the marketing side of things. But from a branding and a sales perspective, I think the old school methods still work just as well. Awesome. In the digital world. You know, more and more ad spend when we're talking about marketing is going into digital, not traditional media, not print, not even TV or certainly not radio. Mm-hmm. Kind of what is your perspective on that if we are talking about marketing, sales and advertising? I think it really depends on the product and the niche that you're going after. So we talked a little bit in the beginning about identification of who you're selling to your target market. If you take a look at a Facebook with an average age of anywhere from 45 to 65 Um, You take a look at an Instagram, which is anywhere from 18 to 35-year-olds. You really need to understand who's buying your product. Um, The spray-and-pray method is not the best way to go. Um, Google AdWords are highly overpriced and highly ineffective. Banner ads are a thing of the past. Uh, So a lot of these old SEO and marketing firms are still pushing those old methods because that's what they learned. However, the impact to the business owner is irrelevant. They're not really going to see any immediate benefit. They're competing in the wrong market. They're kind of fishing in the wrong pond, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, And a lot of clients ask, you know, how much should I spend on marketing? I have no idea at all. And I'm very upfront with them. I say, when we understand who it is and we understand where you want to sell, then I can tell you how much I think you should spend. Is that going to be enough? We don't know that until we start testing the waters. I can say that it's a very effective strategy strategy to just take a look at your area and start in a small regional focused area to get some statistics and get some understanding. And then when you feel comfortable that you have a a, kind of a qualitative sample that you can go after, then go big, then start spending some money. So you're not wasting money in the very beginning. Now, business to business versus B2C, you know, going direct, direct to consumer and retail. Are you working with a lot of business to business brands? What are people really missing on that side of the boat um, when it comes to marketing and advertising? Sure. Uh, The B2B and B2C market is vastly different. Uh, The B2B market is a very fun market to live in because you're talking with people that are ready to buy. Typically in your LinkedIn engagements that you have or trade shows and things of that nature, people are there to be sold to. The B2C market is very different. You're having to create awareness and sometimes create a need that doesn't exist. Um, So when we take a look at those types of strategies and how do I market to B2B versus how do I market to B2C, it's completely different. However, the foundation is still the same because if you're not delivering that immediate impact or that value statement... A B2C or a B2B person is not going to understand why they're even having that conversation with you. So by taking the time to understand what you're selling and who you're selling it to and understanding if you're a B2C or a B2B or maybe a combination of the two, it's going to dictate the fact that you'll likely have more than one marketing campaign and you should have more than one marketing campaign to reach both of those different audiences. 
And with digital marketing, it gives you a lot of flexibility to do that, right? I mean, sure. you can choose who your audience is, where your ads are going to be shown, and have completely different campaigns for those types of people as they're tracked all over the internet. Um, as much as you know, we don't like Big Brother watching us, for the most part, Google and Facebook and now LinkedIn and, and other places, they have a lot of information on us as consumers and buyers that marketers and uh, people who are selling something, businesses, can utilize. What are you seeing is most effective out there? Uh, the old days of the big fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars websites, I think, are a day of the past. Um, what we really want to take a look at are creating focused conversion pages if you're dealing with websites. Uh, these are targeted landing pages that speak specifically to an audience, a specific type of audience, and deliver a specific type of message. Um, so I'm, of course, we do websites at the agency as well. Um, typically, we'll do refreshes more than full website builds. Uh, but the whole point is that we want to take this beautiful brochure that you've put online and give it a purpose. So when people are looking to spend money on the web, I think it's more effective to understand your targeted audiences, again, uh, and build cultivated specific landing and conversion pages that are tied into things like email automation systems, and they're tied into social media and, and Facebook ads. Um, that way you can track this lead flow and understand what's effective and what's not effective. Um, when you're doing print, when you're doing TV, when you're doing radio, there's no real way for you to guarantee that your dollars are being well spent. Um, and these effective methods, if you're going to spend your money right now, uh, my favorites are going to be your social media advertising because of the highly targeted capability that you have. Um, video content is key right now. All platforms are starving for video. If you're marketing on LinkedIn, use a video. It's going to get thousands more impressions. They're going to show it because they want that video content. And quite frankly, the video is going to tell a better story than words or pictures ever could do. Um, so I think the combination of using video as a lead in, kind of the bait to get people in, um, piggybacking that with some social media advertising, tying in with email automation, um, and of course, having those targeted landing pages that you can actually convert them into a customer. I think that's kind of the magic recipe right now. Yeah. And Google still drives a lot of the search and they're obviously they YouTube is owned by Google. Oh, yeah. And uh, the way that fits together, it's reading the words, it's transcribing the words that are in the actual content. So it's not a game of just keywords or titles or even what's in the description. It's really what is being said and conveyed. And so that's another engine for video. Obviously, organic reach or even paid reach on some of these platforms is is great. But even on a website, being able to use YouTube to maximize the SEO. And, you know, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about SEO, in my opinion. People think that it's really expensive or you have to use AdWords. But uh, I'm seeing that generally updating and putting content out just as you could put out on Facebook or uh, LinkedIn or Instagram. Uh, if you're making that into video content on YouTube, it can drive back to you, to your website. And when people are searching for those problems, where do they search? A lot of people don't even search on Google anymore. They search right into YouTube. And if it's a product you can solve, it's a problem you can solve that's coming back to you and your website and is going to be able to generate uh, the leads you're looking for. Are you seeing things like that as well? Oh, I think you said that perfectly. It's the problems that you can solve. That's everything. Uh, the combination of using YouTube with websites, you mentioned SEO is being very tricky and very confusing right now. Um, the, the days of pay-per-click are different. There's different types of SEO. There's on-page SEO. There's conversion optimization. There's organic versus paid. 
Uh, and really what you're trying to do is even creating blog content. People are like, oh, I don't want to blog because nobody's reading it. It's not really about that. It's creating a reputable source of data that Google can look at and say, this website and this blog has so much information about this topic. I'm going to start showing it more than this other website that may be out there. Hmm. So when you're taking the time to cultivate YouTube content or taking the time to cultivate blogging content, you want to make sure you're doing keyword research and you're using these how-tos or how-to-fix or how-to-solve because you need to put yourself in the eyes of the consumer. What would they typically search for? And you need to position your article or your video to answer those questions. So you nailed it right there. Um, the fact that Google and YouTube are in bed, that's even better because you get all of those benefits and it's all about bringing everything up to the top of Google. And if you can do that without paying Google, even better. Well, I've been learning a lot from your presentations. You put them on about once a month. Um all over the place, Groundswell, your own office. Tell us where, what do you have coming up and where people can find you? Sure. We have a, a workshop coming up, a panel discussion coming up on October 3rd on Wednesday at Groundswell. Um, we have eight amazing business and thought leaders here in the area talking about the future of the Space Coast, um, ways that businesses can spin off and take advantage of some of the money that's going to be flowing our way in the next few years. As you said, I do a monthly workshop at my office. I'm also piggybacking at Groundswell and doing quite a few there. Uh, at my website, go to market.solutions. Um, there's a section down there about education. I host these free workshops. I like to educate clients, anybody that's interested to understand what it is that I do and why it's so important. Um, it's not all about making money with these. It actually has nothing to do with it. It's about giving back to the community. And it's one of my favorite things to do with, with the agency. Yeah. And, and I can't say enough about them. They're amazing. I'm trying to bring our clients there. Um, so I really appreciate it, Adam, for you joining us here at the Perkins in Vieira. And uh, we're going to have to stay in touch because uh, your wealth of knowledge. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Business impacting the Space Coast, where Brevard gets down to business. Sponsored by Ideal Impact Media, your partner in video marketing and brand storytelling.